Happy birthday to you. Marilyn. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Andy Baby. Andy Baby? Bring it home, Lou. Happy, happy birthday to you. I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view. Or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Well, hello. And welcome back. Today, I am joined by my dear friend Marie, as always, and Jimmy Weaver. Hey, thanks for having me. We are in the midst of Dundas West Fest. <laughs> Straight Right pride. outside our door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're kicking off Pride Month with... Straight people. <laughs> it caused me to have a bike accident. Actually, <laughs> I blame I blame all the heterosexuality. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I don't usually partake. It's more of like an inconvenience to me than anything. I think, but um, I do have more bathrooms available to me than ever before because there's porta potties everywhere. My, <laughs> my entire street uh, street is blocked off by porta potties. I have what? the like key street. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it sucks. Wow. Jimmy from P Street. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um I'm glad you're here because um you reached out about being a view fan and you also once told me something about Elizabeth Hasselbeck that I did not know. Oh so yeah. I like thought well, you were a great candidate to join us on this podcast. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank also, you for being the here. reason I thought you were a great candidate is because one time I saw you wearing a shirt that had Eileen Warnos on it. I almost wore it today, it funny said, enough. <laughs> and it said, I'm with her. Yes. <laughs> this was like before you guys even really knew each other, or maybe you had only met on Halloween like one time, yeah, and Marie texted me and was like, I think I just saw <laughs> Jimmy, and he's wearing a shirt with Eileen Warnos on it. It says, yeah. I'm with her. That, that would have been me. That's true. <laughs> So welcome. Thank you. Should we share the the one thing about Elizabeth Please Hasselbeck? do. So she had this show before she was on The View, but after she was on Survivor uh-huh. called The Look for Less. And she would go to really <laughs> shitty malls uh-huh. and try to recreate these early double O's runway styles, but they were right. like the worst outfits. Remember when you would wear like a big dress and then like a flared jean underneath? Yes. Kelly and Clarkson. A chunky belt. Yeah, like in a chunky yeah. belt and yeah. like a bucket hat, but that's it's also like a fedora. <laughs> she would go to like the Mall of America or like worst places. The Dufferin Mall. The Dufferin Mall and um, try to find everything, like each piece of the outfit for as like the lowest amount she could. Right. And I remember at least every three episodes, she would go on about how much she loves Jordish jeans. Did they have that up here? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm from the States, so I don't know all the cultural references. Um, 
And she would always just walk around the mall being like, oh, I love these Jordish jeans. Were they like a sponsor? I don't think they were. I think she (laughs) earnestly really enjoyed them. And she never shopped for anybody but her. It wasn't like there was a contestant that she was getting the look for. It wasn't like Stacey London, what not to wear. It was contemporary to Oh my God. She wasn't helping people? She was just like, do you want this look? Go to this mall and find this like... Fucking awful bell. <laughs> it's just my size. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that would be something Good thing I'm say. a sample like, size. Oh, can't believe I found this in my size at the oh Payless. <laughs> I had no idea. I really thought that she just went from Survivor directly into the view. No, this was like the paying the dues, like, you know. Wow. I actually have always wondered like how she like what her resume was to make her a TV host uh-huh. other than other than being like beloved by America. Well, yes, there's that. Mm-hmm. Well, it was wow. buying really discounted uh, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson knockoffs. I'm tr- I truly am shocked, but I can't find any footage of scrubbed. it. Scrubbed. She has that scrub <laughs> from the internet. I have looked for that. The two things I've looked for the most on the internet are uh-huh. the look for less and um, Paradise with Tara Reid. Both have vanished from the internet. Is this a Tara Reid reality show? Do you remember E had that travel show for a while called Wild On? Maybe not. Is it the one with... Um, Brooke Burke? Oh, I thought it was the one with um, Audrina from, from the, the Hills. Hills. Maybe, maybe she, it was a different network. Maybe different network. Similar concept. Okay. But for the last season, they decided to not make it really a travel show. And it's lightly a reality show following Tara Reid <laughs> going to like Ibiza and Mallorca uh-huh. and Istanbul. Wow. And it was obviously, you know, a little a little dark. Um, <laughs> completely gone. Not no trace wow. of it at all online. So that and look for less redacted. <laughs> There's probably so many. I also discovered Megan McCain once had a reality show, what? but oh. I haven't like fully. I wasn't gonna bring it up because I haven't fully like delved into yeah. it. But she had a show where she like traveled around as a young like, Republican. Yes, and like uh. just like talked to America. <laughs> I think. What was it on? <laughs> Um, oh god, I don't know. I just found it on YouTube C-span. one day. I mean, we'll talk about that another time <laughs> okay. when I'm I when I'm ready. But like, sure, sure, sure. Just like on that same note of like <laughs> the wow. view, Republican view co-host having <laughs> TV shows. <Reality> TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should we play the game, <laughs> the game that everyone yeah, hates, I think but we, I still do it to. anyway. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do the game. Okay, let's play. I have questions, so everyone can get a feel for your. <laughs> um, knowledge and interest in view co-hosts. I'm nervous. I hope I can you remember them all. I am. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Marie is putting a minute on mm-hmm. the clock, and I'm gonna say names of view co-hosts, and I want you to say the first question that comes to mind. Okay. Are and you ready? Away we go. Rosie O'Donnell. Um, why did you sign up to do uh, Exit to Eden? <laughs> <laughs> um, Whoopi Goldberg. Um. Oh my god. What well why did you sign up to do that weird dinosaur movie where you're like a ah. cop? <laughs> oh my god. What is that called? I don't remember. Also the nine okay. eleven movie. Anyway. Oh, also the nine eleven movie. <laughs> um Jenny McCarthy. Why are why did you get crazy? I used to love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh fuck. Joy Behar. When are we hanging out? Wow. Um Megan McCain. <sighs> why do you insist on graphic tees? <laughs> Paula Ferris. Pass. I don't remember. <laughs> like, who, who are you? Yeah. Sarah Haynes. 
<laughs> How did you get on this show? <laughs> um, Michelle Collins. Another pass for me. I do not remember Michelle. Wow. Raven Simone. Why did you? Why were you the Grand Marshal of Montreal Pride? <laughs> that's, that's, that's probably. A wrap. <laughs> wow. Um, I think Rose O'Donnell signed up to do Exit to Eden so that she could um, wear those wear the, yeah. <laughs> oh That's what I was gonna say. Because they made like Barbie dolls of her in those outfits. Really? Yeah. There's like Exit to Eden, like sexy rosy figurines you can get online. Like Whoa. I could purchase that right now. You could purchase that right now. <laughs> like if yeah. we stopped the podcast and we went Find to eBay, ro- we yeah, could get one. Yeah, I think okay. so. I my view memorabilia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, okay, I guess let's talk about some of the view um, in more recent times, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like I no longer need to do this podcast anymore because, like, Sarah Sanders is doing it for me, and, like, various other White House advisors mm-hmm. are all just, like, recapping and commenting oh on the so you're ahead of the curve. Yeah. yeah. So my updates are all things that, like, we're in the news. Have been in the yeah. news because <laughs> the view keeps coming up. Um, like uh, Sarah Sanders did a press briefing mm-hmm. the other day and mentioned the view three times oh for God. three separate reasons. What were the reasons? Once was um, referring to Kathy Griffin's mm-hmm. comments that she made on the view. Mm-hmm. And then the other was about Joy Behar talking about uh, Mike Pence's Christianity and how uh-huh. they should apologize. Like Roseanne right, apologized. Right, right. They were and, like, talking the about the whole Roseanne thing. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't and she then, actually apologize? Didn't she call Mike Pence directly? She literally yeah. apologized. Yeah. I would have loved to. Like, what was that? To listen in. Phone call yeah. like. <laughs> and then they were also talking about Megan because of her dad and the leak about what that aide had said about her dad. Kelly Sadler. Yeah. It was like crazy how it was literally like the biggest news story for a day. I know. Like Megan McCain. I know. And it, the the gag is like the view, <laughs> like the view got to like, even though that's like a horrible thing that happened, they kind of got to relish in that because Megan got to be like, share like the exclusive yeah. like. And it was crazy how when they were talking about it, it was like one of the only moments when everybody was like, in agreement like everybody was like on Megan's side Mm -hmm. being like yes like we support you that was so wrong blah 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 it was like there was finally harmony and it's unfortunate that it was because of like someone yeah yes yeah yeah I think the craziest thing is that she said that Kelly Sadler called her or something and Mm -hmm. apologized directly to her and then Megan was like okay but you have to publicly apologize (laughs) yeah no I like that and then and apparently she vowed to do that and And then then she never did and Megan got to sit on the view and be like I'm here to report yeah (laughs) it hasn't happened she did not apologize to me and they did bring it up almost every single day after it happened Mm -hmm. yeah they found a way to shoehorn it in into any topic yes they did and I feel like it's going to continue to be shoehorned in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say it was going to haunt it, but that might not be the best thing to say about yeah. someone that's... Oh, no. I mean, she already br- finds a way to bring literally every topic back to her. So, like, this was only, like, fueling the fire. Yeah. When are they going to talk about how, like, her dad's choice to bring Sarah Palin along is mm-hmm. kind of the reason we're in the shit show we're in now? Like, they, when is she going to sort of own up to that mess? They yeah. never talk about 
like Sarah Palin in relation to Megan's dad. And I, you, it's so easy to actually forget that like he, that, that man that we all like talk about so lovingly now, like (laughs) he was like the enemy. Yeah. But you know, it's whatever. But when you go back into like that era of the view Uh every day is just like, Elizabeth screaming in defense of Sarah Palin and the rest of the view co-hosts being like, this is like the, like hating on John McCain and Sarah Palin. Has there ever been a moment where Megan and Elizabeth have commented together publicly recently? No, I think the only like public interaction that they've ever had was like, I think like, Elizabeth someone maybe on Twitter I forget I think I talked about it on the podcast just because Elizabeth kind of gave her blessing or was like good luck or something <laughs> <laughs> gave her blessing oh, slash yeah, have yeah, fun yeah, she did yeah, yeah. but Elizabeth- it was like it was like three weeks after Megan had started and she was like can't wait to tune in and see you good luck and something she was like, like already yeah. on it yeah yeah um but actually like speaking of Elizabeth um she here's a view update she mm-hmm. has a book deal oh are we wow. aware no. i think it's her first book that isn't about gluten <laughs> 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 so i don't know what it's going to be about but i know that it's from a christian publisher mm-hmm. so it hey. might just be like what i want is elizabeth to like write her memoir because she's already retired at a very young age yes. mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. i want to know everything even if it's like blatant like propaganda yeah or (laughs) Or like you know like exaggerations or like lies about what went down at the view like i still want to hear her her side Mm -hmm. so i hope that that happens but i feel like it's all it's just going to be a book about like raising a family that's christian and gluten free yeah yeah (laughs) christian free and gluten free Uh, okay. Well, here, so like that's that's all I really have to say for review updates because like the world's doing it for me. Yeah. But what I really um, need to talk about, and we've never talked about it before, but we need to talk about view your deal. <laughs> it's getting out of control. So mm-hmm. if you don't know, which I'm sure you do if you're listening to this podcast, every Monday and sometimes every Monday and Friday, I feel. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it happens every day. Like, depending on how much day. money they need. Yeah. Right, or like the news cycle. Yeah. The View hosts a segment. Sarah hosts Sarah. a segment. Sarah, Sarah yeah. hosts With segment. usually this woman named Greta Monaghan, and they just, like, sell you products. It's, like, QVC. Yes. Or, like, Shopping Channel. Yes. And Sarah just goes down the line with the person yeah. and just like describes the products to you and then they'll be like you can get this for f- up to 70 yeah. percent off if you order now it's so weird because like it's not like in a normal like talk show where they will show the products and they're just like advertising for the products they're literally like call now or like go on the website we're selling it but I always find it very unclear still where one purchases said object. I'm like, does the audience buy it after the show? Like in Guilty Confession, I actually usually turn it off when it gets to yeah. the Do Your Deal segment. I don't, I can't watch it anymore. It's too, it's like, it's so much Do Your Deal happening. Um, but I do think it's like one of the more creative ways that they have like worked in or it's like one of those more smooth ways that they've worked in like sponsorship and stuff. Cause in the past, like I remember they would just be like doing a hot topic and then all of a sudden like Sherry's face would go blank and she would just be like, 
And today we're enjoying this. Oh my god, <laughs> juice beverage. Tea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like, this is yeah. fine at least because I can like turn it off. But I oh. saw something a couple weeks ago on Your Deal that I just like can't not talk about it because there's this man. <laughs> Welcome back, creative director of O Magazine, Adam Glassman. Hello. First of all, he was wearing the tightest fitting cardigan Ooh, yeah. I have ever seen. He looked on like a, a concierge human. at a Palm Springs. <laughs> so his name is Adam Glassman and he is from the O magazine. So mm -hmm. this is like a special edition of You Your Deal when they bring you supposedly Oprah's favorite things. Get ready for the big O. So like piggybacking on an era of the Oprah show. Yeah, piggybacking <laughs> on like a whole other show. Where Oprah would give free things to the audience. Yeah. Except they don't the get view it, right? is now <laughs> selling you yes. these things that Oprah would give away for free. Trump years. <laughs> yes. But like at the end of the whole segment, they it ends with like after going through like all these products that I don't even think are Oprah's favorite things. Like is Oprah's favorite thing I... really a... Uh, yeah, can jar. we talk about the jar? I was really <laughs> the shaken first by the item jar. was jars, a wish jar. Yeah, that had the word like different words written on it. It was like what? It was like hopes, like gratitude. Wishes. Yeah, gratitude. Okay, we're gonna start with one of our favorite things. It's the hottest thing. It's called a gratitude jar. You're gonna love these <laughs> jars. <laughs> They're like, can you believe it? It's, it's a jar. eighty dollars. <laughs> now it's twenty-five. The price normally is forty-five dollars. Today it's going to be twenty-two fifty, so we're going to save fifty percent on the gratitude jars. You simply write down your hopes and dreams, and you put it in the jar. <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, and you can write love messages to like to your loved ones, and. Everyone was like, oh, yeah. And then he, he looks at Sarah and is like, or to yourself. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, probably to myself. To be fair, though, I feel like this is the best that Sarah's ever looked. She had this oh. nude lip she and has, like a kind of yeah. like executive track pants. Oh, yeah. Would be what yeah, I would yeah, yeah. With it. the white, the white stripe. Yeah. It was like dress pants, but also like yes. a, an Adidas pants. She's been looking so good. I think that she got her hair cut. And there seems to be one hairstylist who's like killing it. She was also like painted for the gods. Yes. Yeah. Well, New this delusion. is her segment. So yeah. she like, it's like, tw it's like 20 minutes. It feels like of just <laughs> Sarah just reacting to yeah. every day. To every items. day <laughs> items. Like a water bottle. Can you oh, put yeah. hot and cold drinks in there? These canteens these and these and thermoses, cold? hot and cold, yes. triple insulated. Yeah. You could use these at your desk. You could take them to the pool. You could go to stadiums with them. Totally great. The large one, and you're going to love this, holds an entire bottle of wine. So you can go out there, ladies, and no one would know your mm. But then he's like, oh, you thank can goodness. put an entire bottle of wine yes. in it and walk around New York yeah. City. He was like, with yes, ladies, in the audience. As if no one in New York City knew that you could just drink publicly <laughs> anyway. Here's the kicker. You can put an entire bottle of red wine and go see a movie. Like, it's just, it's just a lot to deal with. But at the end of the segment, after sitting through all these products, it ends with them being like, you're going home with a copy of 
Oh, magazine. Yes. <laughs> they couldn't even get a goddamn kimono because one of the items was a kimono. And here's the special feature, that armhole. I'm going to start with a kimono. Yes. Lightweight, comfy, cozy. The genius of this is that there's an armhole. It, and, and Sarah's like, oh my God, an armhole? You mean like every other shirt? <laughs> like, like, so now you can get it on and off with ease. You have to rip yourself out of the shirt. That's something to put in the gratitude oh jar. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> sleeves, man. Like the versatility of this show that it can go from like women screaming at each other about politics straight into QVC and wish jars and kimonos. The other thing that was crazy was the like the tote slash maybe makeup yeah. bag it's like and it's see-through so you know what's in it it's yeah just a clear he was like so bag. you can bring it into stadiums because now you're not allowed to bring bags into stadiums like who's bringing their makeup tote into the stadium for a touch-up like before the ninth inning yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. well Nicki minaj though you know <laughs> like she's at, at the nba finals wearing that dominatrix outfit looks great and probably did need probably that. did well yeah. i hope she got it for up to 77 <laughs> percent probably got it for free i also liked how the prices on some of the items like the totes was like these normally go for fifteen to one eighty five. You're like, what's the spectrum? <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. It's such a weird price point. Do you think the <laughs> other women are like done for the day? Like after that segment starts, like they're yes. gone. They're literally sure. in the yeah. car going home. Yes. A sunny right. is like gone onto her second job, and yeah. Megan is like on the subway, Whoopies taking videos of people yeah. clipping their toenails. Where does she live? I can't imagine she's riding the subway that long. She does. She rides it she every day. She, she always posts. But how many stops? This is what I want. <laughs> <know. laughs> um, yeah. So I'm like, I'm finding the view your deal is like a bit of a mess. But speaking of mess um, <laughs> and giveaways. Um, I need to also bring up something weird that happened on The View, which is that they did like a Frozen advertisement oh for a couple days. <laughs> where So it started out um, the entire episode of The View. They were teasing like Whoopi has this big surprise. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was just like every commercial break was like teasing that. But Whoopi never actually spoke about it for a while. And then, (laughs) but it also was like on the same day where like Whoopi was really, you know how she gets into like moods with the control room and she's screaming at them. So it was like on a day where she was like in particular, like getting angry at the teleprompter Uh and the control room and like whoever's telling her to rap. So she was getting really like passive aggressive and weird the whole day, but then it would go to commercial and be like, and Whoopi, (laughs) like, Friendly gal Whoopi has a <laughs> big surprise for all of you. Oh my god! Yeah. So then, by the time that it actually got to the giveaway, Whoopi was so mad and distraught and like gonna kill herself <laughs> that she was just like, "Well, uh, Frozen is on Broadway. <laughs> and Everybody's seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like." And you're all getting tickets. And the audience is like, wow, thank you. Uh-huh. And she's just like, and she's like, there's um, there's buses. Well, I don't know how you'd know that there's buses because like, I haven't seen buses because I, I haven't gone outside. And I don't see any buses because I guess they were supposed to be rolling a tape of like outside. There's buses yeah. waiting, but they weren't rolling the tape. So she's like, well, I don't even know how you'd know that there are buses, <laughs> but there's buses and they're going to take you there. 
after the show. Anyways, have a great day. Enjoy the view. Wait a minute now. Have you noticed? I don't know how you would notice it because I don't see it anywhere. But there are... Did you know that there are buses outside? And then it's like, <laughs> there's still like a bit of time and it's like frozen. Let it go. Starts playing. Yes. The lights there's a there. whole there's light effect. And like Interns are running out dressed in all white, ushering the, the people to get but up. how inconvenient. It's like you're a tourist. You're going to a taping yes. view at I was literally 7 a.m. You know, so I thought that too. It was to like they probably had an afternoon planned. Absolutely, like you're gonna go <laughs> to the like you know World Trade Memorial. Yeah. Or I don't know something like yeah. that. Well, the yeah. audience is like because of the delivery of this surprise. Like you can see like confusion. two or three people stand up. Absolute like, confusion. Are we going? Yes. And the other ones are just like sitting there. Yeah. I have no idea what just happened. There is an intern who was literally like, grab your get purse, up. You get up. Get up. You have to go to a <laughs> 9 a.m. preview. <laughs> It killed me when the lights and the music came on after Whoopi was just like, um, okay, bye. She's also fully off stage before the credits. <laughs> like, the other four women are still there, and she's like, I'm out. And at yeah. first, I was like, oh, she was so over it. Then I realized that she had to go to the preview with them. She did? Do you think? I don't think yes, she did. She was there. There was, was a the, Yes, there's a follow. There's oh, so a she was pissed two. that she had to do that. <laughs> So she had probably had to drive the bus. She didn't have to drive the bus. She probably had like a couple screwdrivers on the way over. <laughs> Some frozen margarita. She, no, she didn't have to drive the bus. She insisted. <laughs> she was like, you guys don't know. You're going to get stuck in traffic. You don't know the best way to get there. I'll take the lead on this one. Megan only takes the subway, so she doesn't know. <laughs> Megan was starring as Elsa. Oh, my God. <laughs> But yeah, so that happened. And then one more thing that I just have to talk about uh-huh. is, did you guys watch this segment called The Best Pet on the Net? Oh yeah. my God. I actually kind of enjoyed it. I did too. This is a head-to-head or head-to-beak matchup between <laughs> Joy's dog and Sonny's chickens. They did like a competition between Joy Behar's dog, Bernie, Bernie. Sanders, yes. and Sonny's hens because she has a a little chicken coop yeah at her house four I guess. Hens. and they both have instagram accounts right yeah. and i've been trying to just ignore the hens <laughs> for as long as i can much like view your deal because yeah. i feel like it's being shoved down my throat <laughs> <laughs> maybe they should give away the hens on view your deal <laughs> but so i have no choice i have to talk about it now so they had martha stewart on uh-huh. and the competition this is the thing like this segment was like there's no there there was, there was no for me there was it was no contest bernie wins obviously what was the contest they literally just stood there they were ple- yeah they were pleading martha stewart like asked them a question about their pets and mm-hmm. then they fought and then yeah. they were supposed to choose a winner, but they won nothing. But yeah. I have to say, the moment that really sold me was when they talked to Joy and and Martha. She was like, "Well, you know, okay, so Sunny's hens lay eggs, uh-huh. and they they serve a function, and her Instagram's kind of educational. Yeah. You know, what is what does Bernie do?" And then Joy's like, "Well, he's just he's a purely aesthetic yes. experience." Yeah. <laughs> As if it was like the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. It's just this, like you're gonna get Sten Hall syndrome experience. looking at this oh dog. Um, what what can we learn from your from your Instagrams with these lovely little pets? 
Nothing really. <laughs> like I said, it's just a, it's just an aesthetic experience. Look at him; he's gorgeous. And I was sold. I thought that was the one. I yeah. So after this like clusterfuck discussion, it ends with them being like, "Oh, I guess we have to choose a winner." Like I don't yeah. know what's happening. And then Martha Stewart uh, decided that. But you're Sunny... skipping a step. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, because <laughs> what then Megan was like. So, Joy, your dog is named after a Democratic Socialist. Oh, yeah. This dog is a Democratic Socialist named after Bernie Sanders. Right, yeah. Do your chickens have any politics this Republican would like to know about, Sonny? Oh, that is an excellent question. <laughs> that is an excellent question. Uh, your man is not Republican, dude. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my hens are independents. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Can we... Can we just relax for two seconds? Yeah. And just like be like, Bernie looks cute. He's wearing a tie. He wins. Well, and then Joe's like, well, fuck. Now I'm going <laughs> to lose because Megan's going to vote for the chicken. Like, all I wanted to say is that Martha Stewart called Sunny, Sunny Hostin. Yes. And she chose the Hostin hen. The Hostin hens. And that is how that ended. Yeah. And I hope that I never have to see these hands ever again. Uh -huh. It also ended with Joy asking Martha if she was high. Oh, yeah. She asked Martha if she had been smoking pot with that rapper. I think that the um, Hostin hen should win because of its educational and inspirational uh, You know, nature. what are you smoking pot with that rapper? <laughs> okay, you Yes. Who was in later on the show. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and now that Martha might get, um, you know, a presidential pardon, pardon uh -huh. it's sort of weirdly timely. Wow. I didn't know that. Can you elaborate? So uh, Trump is, in this past few days, um, pardoned a very conservative filmmaker slash conspiracy theorist. So that's great. Dinesh uh, D'Souza. Dinesh right. D'Souza. And then has sort of floated like, oh, you know, maybe I'll pardon Martha Stewart. Mm -hmm. The connection being that her case was initiated or, or like pushed forward in New York court by James Comey before he was the head of the FBI. Okay. So there's sort of like a back room, uh -huh. like, Screw you, Comey. I'll yeah. save anybody. Except for the except woman for, that Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Except, except for people for, who like actually are still in prison. Right. Except mm -hmm. for people that are, you know, completely discriminated yeah. against. Um, but they talked about that this week, too, where it was just like, oh, yeah, he's just going to dog whistle. I think Sonny said dog whistle about seven <laughs> times, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was a passive aggressive reference to, to Bernie. Bernie. To Bernie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so like, God, I love this show so much. The uh, mispronunciation of Hostin reminded me of something I sent you last night. I was looking up uh, the ages of the hosts oh, just as they? a refresher. Right. Um, and, well, I think I, I was looking up Sarah. I received a text from Marie <laughs> at like 2 a.m. <laughs> so when you, you know, when you like Google someone, so I think I Googled Sarah and she came up and then below it's like people also search for and it has like all of the view co-host names and their photos and the photo that they used for Paula Ferris is just a photo of Jedediah from like 10 years ago 
Yeah. Same person. So Ooh. even Google doesn't know who Paula Ferris I'm is. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> Remind me who she was again. I definitely remember watching her. So she's Paula still on it. joined the oh, view. Oh, she the one that was on Friday? No. She's the Friday girl. The Friday girl. She's not like the sometimes Friday girl. Anna Navarro is almost more a Friday girl <laughs> than Paula Ferris. But Anna Navarro is kind of like a goddess. I love her. Yes, I do too. She's. I prefer her as a friend to the show than Paula Ferris. Yeah. I'm looking up their ages while we're discussing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some of it, the information you'll come across will shock you. I mean, I'm surprised how old Joy is. Like yeah. 70 what? 75. Five. She looks great. Yeah. Wow. In her prime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's talk about some hot topics. Okay. Um, the first one is kind of a biggie and also involves... Like, I don't know, it can kind of be a conglomeration of a lot of things Mm -hmm. that have happened. But obviously, like, this is an ABC show and the biggest topic was Roseanne's cancellation. Mm -hmm. So as everyone knows, she tweeted um, about Valerie. (laughs) It's Valerie Jared, right? Not Valerie Jared. Jared or Jared. With a T. Not the star of the comeback. Right. Valerie Cherish. Cherish. She tweeted about Valerie Cherish um, and compared her to Planet of the Apes, uh-huh. which obviously was a very racist thing to say. Uh-huh. And um, I was gagged to discover that <laughs> Disney canceled Roseanne, yeah. which I never saw coming. But what was your reaction to the? I refused to watch the new Roseanne, which mm-hmm. caused a lot of turmoil in my inner circle and household because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I just thought it was so repugnant and like stoking, just stoking flames that didn't need to be. So mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised. I thought, how long is it going to be before they can't have a handler on this right. person? Um, it happened a little quicker than I thought, but I wasn't surprised it happened. Mm-hmm. I was just totally surprised because you think of like, how that show was doing so it had such high ratings and was like it was like a big deal for abc mm-hmm. and usually uh giant corporations are evil and don't yeah make- i was surprised in the sense that what she tweeted wasn't necessarily new information it wasn't like oh my god she is racist so i was surprised that now they were like she's gone too far when before she was doing things that were like kind of on the same level that they were like choosing to ignore or they were just like deleting her tweets yeah it was fucked Mm -hmm. um and she like apologized but then like defended it and then blamed ambien and then ambien got mad at her back and forth the discussion on the view was sort of a weird celebration of big pharma and big corporations it's like (laughs) yeah abc has values yeah this like giant pharmaceutical company that's like making money off of people's ailments is so like in tune with the zeitgeist it is funny that ambien was like uh we're like being racist isn't a side effect because also, I went through a period of time where I was taking sleeping pills. Not Ambien. Uh-huh. But the only thing I ever did was sometimes I'd wake up in the middle of the night, but I didn't know I was awake. But I was awake, and I would order a bunch of stuff off of Sephora. Oh. And I wouldn't remember. And then this beautiful package of makeup would Review your deal. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only thing I can speak to. I've only ever had Ambien once, like back in high school, when people said if you took Ambien and stayed awake, you would like have hallucinations. Uh-huh. And be high. Right. <laughs> I Not feel like true. this. I feel like I think Chelsea Handler like did an experiment with that in one of her documentaries about drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the 
Roseanne discussion. Sorry, I've never done a sleeping pill. I've That's never fine. done yeah, a no, sleeping pill. Um, I've never done a mess. Uh, yeah, I've never. Anyways, <laughs> um, the Roseanne discussion on The View was interesting because, um, again, like The View is everywhere because Roseanne, after going back and forth apologizing and defending it, she also started retweeting um, fake like a photoshop photo yes. blown away by Whoopi this. Goldberg wearing a t-shirt that had I think Trump like shooting himself uh-huh. and it said make America great again and she retweeted a where fake, fake where Joy Behar shirt, tweet though, it's sort of my question that's <laughs> like you're gonna put that in your closet next to your Eileen <laughs> oh my Eileen. god <laughs> yes um, <laughs> yeah the, the doctor Joy Behar tweet of her yeah. of upset said fire in Trump tower one dead hope it's Trump yeah which was not a real tweet so it's just fucked like Rose yeah like, I don't know everyone's like talking about the view yeah. like it, it's fucked that Roseanne and like it, it's just fucked that Roseanne would be like attacking other ABC enjoy people. Yeah. from ABC yeah like I don't know also what's weird is like Rosie O'Donnell the way that Rosie O'Donnell is dealing with the Roseanne thing reminds me of the way that Whoopi dealt with the Bill Cosby thing in the early days of being like, no, it can't be true. Like what? Uh," And like not being able to admit that like her friend is wrong. How is Rosie dealing with it? Cause she like tweeted at first being like (laughs) the Rose, like the Roseanne I know wouldn't like, isn't racist and wouldn't say those things. She might've like now like come to terms with it, but that was her like initial reaction. Mm -hmm. And it just was spooky to me because Rosie what like was mad at Whoopi for handling the bill thing that way. Right. Obvi- like obviously it's apples and oranges, but like, you know, it just is like ironic that this is her moment of being like my friend. No, my favorite be. moment of that whole discussion was how everybody was quick to condemn Roseanne and then uh-huh. quick to, to, to laud ABC. And then while everybody's clapping, Joy turns to Megan. And she's like, but weren't you defending Roseanne all over the internet <laughs> last night? <laughs> What? Yeah, you got you play. You should play the clip on that. <laughs> like, she, it's like she slips it in, and it's sort of barely audible. As I like missed the, that. Uh, oh my god! As the applause cl- like slows yeah. down, and that's when Whoopi jumps in to be like diffuse that situation uh, by talking about the herself. conspiracy theory. Right. Wow. Well, this is what I love about Whoopi is like she can't. Anytime someone puts something out that's like fake about her or trolls her, oh she god. always has to respond. Yes. It's true. <laughs> Meanwhile, the same exact thing just happened to Joy, and she only addressed the whoopee part of it, yes. and Joy didn't even give a fuck to talk about <laughs> Joy didn't even get to be yeah. like, oh yeah, the tweet. Yeah, Because Joy's probably like, I actually do feel that way, that if there was a fire in Trump oh Tower God. and he did burn, that I would tweet about that. <laughs> oh like, that's God. not the most, the biggest stretch for her. Yeah. Um, um, I... And- Sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, now Roseanne is, like, joining this giant petition to get The View canceled. Oh, come on. The View did not, like, is not responsible for Roseanne getting canceled. And they're also, I hate when people blame The View for merely repeating, like, things that have happened. It's commentary. They're just, like, yeah, they're just, like, summarizing it and being, like, did you know that this happened? Yeah. Um... I all I can say is I never watched Roseanne. I've literally never seen an episode. I didn't. It, it like wasn't on my like mm-hmm. channels growing up. Yeah, and I didn't watch the reboot because why would I? Yeah, I always just like 
thought that Roseanne coming back made no sense when the nanny exists. <laughs> if you're going to bring Honestly, something back, true. bring back yeah. the nanny. Is that going to happen? I mean, no. Why I not? I mean, it needs to, but it's probably But not. it's like Cardi B is the nanny. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a great idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's genius. Um, Thank you. Move it from Queens to the Bronx. I like that idea. <laughs> and I also would like to say, I'm waiting for Sarah Gilbert <laughs> Of the talk. To jump shit to the view. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, Kermit's a bitch. Yeah, also, (laughs) I I think it's so funny that when this, like, when Roseanne got canceled and everyone was like, I feel so bad for the people who work on it and stuff, but so many people were specifically being like, I feel so bad for Sarah Gilbert, like, she hasn't been working. She has nothing else. Going- yeah, she has nothing else going on. Like, oh, what is she gonna do? And it's like, if you cared so much about Sarah Gilbert, you'd know that she's been on the talk for like nine years. I had that exact interaction at work with my boss. She was like, <laughs> she we were just going through the cast, and she's like, yeah, like, oh, it's a little. That's sad. Like, those people don't have jobs. Yeah. And I was like, well, Sarah Gilbert hosts and produce yes. a daily talk show. And Lori Metcalf like, just got her first Oscar yeah. nomination. It's like these people feel so bad for Sarah. They're suddenly so invested in Sarah Gilbert's career, but they also don't know that she's been on the talk. Yeah. And then like, I do feel bad obviously for the crew losing yeah. jobs, but the thing about working in TV is that like, There's you're more. ready to lose your job at any second That's anyway. <laughs> like it's a garbage industry, wow. but enough I'm about triggered. me. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> Um, so that I, Roseanne was one controversy, mm-hmm. um, but they also talked, uh, they had Kathy Griffin on the show. They had mm-hmm. Michelle Wolf on the show and this Samantha B thing happened. All also within, similar to, yeah. So like these like women, I mean, I'm not going to, I guess you can sort of compare Roseanne to Kathy and Samantha uh-huh. and Michelle Wolf, but for different reasons but like there's been a lot of women like saying things and then getting yeah it's like they are similar because it's it's all women comedians who are being held to a higher standard for what they said about the president or what they said about the white house a higher standard than what the white house is being held yeah which is maybe why the view is being castigated more than any other show too it's like we're afraid of these female Mm -hmm. voices commenting on these issues well yeah i think like someone like Donald Trump would be very afraid of opinionated smart women. And like, that's kind of the whole basis of the show is like in 1997 or whatever. Yeah. It was like women talking about things that you didn't hear them on TV talking Mm -hmm. about before. And the fact that in 2018, like a man in power and his administration is so shook by that still is actually like laughable. Yeah. And also, uh, unrelated, when Michelle Wolf was on The View and she and Joy were, like, sitting next to each other and looking at each other and talking, it was, like, a time machine Yes, <laughs> yeah. of Michelle looking at herself at in, her like, 35 self. years. Yeah. Their mannerisms years. and everything was so similar. It was driving me bananas well yeah i wanted to talk about that a little because michelle was there and obviously they were talking about the white house correspondence um dinner with Mm her um and they all were kind of like on her side like being like no you did good you were balanced and fair you weren't talking about sarah sanders looks except for (laughs) sarah haynes who kept on making the poor lady that plays aunt lydia like she did that three times this week where it's like well that aunt lydia joke was about her looks 
And everybody's like, no, it's about her being a fascist. No, I thought that Sarah was like, that wasn't about her looks. It was about the character. No, Sarah <laughs> seemed to think that like by comparing her to Aunt Lydia, uh-huh. Sarah's like, Aunt Lydia is busted. And so that's Michelle. As, can... as someone on Team Sarah, I'm politely disagreeing with no, you. We can roll the tape. Yes, roll the tape. I'm going to roll the tape. Roll it. It happens two times. It happened when Michelle Wolf was on, and then it happened yeah. on Friday, oh, and they brought it up again. I only saw, I only noticed in the Michelle Wolf, and Sarah was like, that was about her character. In my mind, that's how it happened. No, Listen, because I'm gonna roll the tape. Roll the and tape the because Sunny is like, you are saying, you are saying that she's ugly, and then even uh-huh. Joy was like, someone finds Aunt Lydia attractive. That is a verbatim quote. Many interpreted those jokes to be jokes about her looks. What do you say about that? It's like just listen to the joke. It was clearly. <laughs> well, if I you did, know Handmaid's Tale, yeah, you know yeah. the reference. The reference was to behavior. But I have to say, I think it was Sunny that was like, I don't know. I feel like it was someone else. But anyways. The tape will speak for itself. I cannot wait. I didn't expect (laughs) that. deal. I I didn't expect this type of controversy. All I wanted to, all I, all that I wanted to bring up is that Megan, um, she did that thing that I love where she tries to ask like a gotcha question to the guest. Um, which I, I have to say, I was like waiting for her to do that to Kathy Griffin, but she didn't show up that day. But she, she was there sick. for the Michelle Wolf interview, and she uh-huh. turned to Michelle Wolf after everyone was being having a nice time, and she was like, "Do you feel bad though that you took away jobs from other comedians oh now God. that yeah. the Correspondence Dinner is considering no longer having a comedian there?" And without missing a beat, Michelle Wolf was like, "No, I don't. It's a." <laughs> I know you know this, but I actually said that I thought your stand-up routine was a gift to the Trump administration and that liberals were criticizing you as well. The association is now saying that it's considering having no comedians whatsoever in the future. How would you feel if you killed another comedian's job? (laughs) I mean, I don't care. She's well, like, it's actually a really shitty job yeah. and no one really wants to do it anyway. The gotcha Megan moment that blew my mind was when they had Elizabeth Warren on and she's sitting next to Elizabeth Warren and you can tell the whole time she is like waiting to uh-huh. just clenching out, her fist. Clenching yes. it. And then at the end of the interview, she's like, but you're already drafting impeachment papers. And the face Elizabeth Warren makes is like, I am absolutely not. You are out of your mind and completely factually incorrect. (laughs) And just shuts that shit down. Yeah, I love when they're doing, they're all like kikiing with the guest and having a great time. And Megan hasn't spoken for the whole segment. And then there's like two seconds of silence and Megan brings out her notebook and is like plops it on the table. And it's like, so, it has like, the most like buzzkill question this ha- yeah it happens every time yeah. and it's my like, absolute favorite thing yes. it's a joy to watch her because <laughs> she usually like you think that she would be actually like do well and like ask a provocative question uh-huh. and like but she always she ends up falling up. on her yes. face yeah, yeah it's like something happens and she never says it the way that she like should say yeah. it like it always makes her look bad yeah it's like her literally just being like so i just think it's funny how like- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah is this a good segue into the when the opposite happens where mm-hmm. for politico megan the one time that there's a segment that she doesn't do that is when they had erica jane on yes right and she dominates the whole thing yeah. there are zero gotcha questions and 
four of the other women like right. literally could have given two yeah. shits about her. That's Kitchen. a perfect example of like me of the two different Megans. Mm-hmm. Like me being mm-hmm. like, I can't relate. Do I think don't she's like a Gemini. you. Yes. And then her being the most relatable <laughs> person. Okay. Yeah. Let's find out right now. It's so bizarre because she is so likable and relatable when she's talking about housewives oh. and pop culture. I think she is a Scorpio. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. Work. Like RuPaul. Nice. And Lord. Well, that's a, that's Lord. a trifecta right there. <laughs> okay, well, since we're talking about housewives, this is another um, topic that I wanted to get into. Um, because couple like it was a very like housewives heavy period because yeah. Erica was there. Luann <laughs> did a surprise performance uh-huh, of um, Happy Birthday, Mr. President, to Andy Cohen, who mm-hmm. was a guest, and she was like sick. I mean, like ill. Like she. No, I think that's se- just her singing that's just voice. Her singing voice. That's, yeah. yeah, that's her uh, tone. It's like a yeah. smoky. <laughs> yes. She's, okay. oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. so good. It was she so good. Sounded like a pack of camel crushes. It was just so good. Whoever's idea that was, that was. Brilliant. She like pokes her head out and is like, (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part was that she takes out the 50. Like, there's like a balloon that spells out 50, and Whoopi takes the balloons and exits the stage. Walks them off the stage. Yeah. Walks them off the show. Hands them. You can see her handing them to someone off stage. Um, She. My favorite thing is when she was like, Happy birthday. And then there was like, 20 seconds of silence where she like Did walked over to Andy and it was so uncomfortable. And, and then, then she, she was like, restarted that part of yeah. the song. Yes. Yeah. Um, brilliant. she was like, happy birthday. And then held for applause, walked over and then restarted. Yeah. Do you think that Megan could be cast on the real housewives of New York? Yeah. I mean, why not? I, right? I like that. I demand it. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's where she would really like thrive. Yes. I yeah. Agree. Um, so it came up as a hot topic because apparently Jillian Michaels from The Biggest Loser, um, renowned lesbian fitness lady. I didn't know she was a lesbian. So both the fitness people. Do you have eyes? (laughs) I don't see lesbian. Um, so both the fitness people on... The biggest loser are, are queer figures, is what you're saying. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think that Jillian Michaels was. See, thank you. What? I think that you're thinking of the blonde lady. Wait, Jillian. Oh, I know who Michaels. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that. You know. Yeah, yeah. You guys, she's the lesbian, and like, is like, who do you think I'm talking I don't, no, about? No, I don't think so. This is her family and her <laughs> adopted child. Yeah, she looks lovely. <laughs> Okay, Wait, I, I guess I was wrong. I was thinking of that um, fitness woman who is has blonde and is like having a spiky moment. The spiky moment, <laughs> and she's like, is she like South African or yeah, like maybe. from New yeah, Zealand yeah, yeah. or something? Wait, I'm reading an article. Jillian Michaels may not be as comfortable with the association with the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender community as you might expect. Oh my god, join the club. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> That's enough. Okay. Anyways, she, I guess, I don't know who she was talking to, but she said she was calling out Andy Cohen saying mm-hmm. that he hates women because mm-hmm. the Real Housewives franchise is all about tearing each other apart. And then Andy shot back saying the show actually celebrates friendship, marriage, and motherhood. Um, 
And the question that would be presented to the ladies was, do you think a real housewife sets women back? Are we going to answer that question? I would like you to answer the question. (laughs) Um, Do you want you, you, do you want to go first? I, well, I think that what they said is also how I feel like, um, he made the show being like, here's women like doing the thing. <laughs> and like, I don't think you, and you know, you make of it what you will. I really like the real housewives. I don't think that it's supposed to be taken as an example of like all women and whatever. It's an entertaining show. I, I think like, I don't like what, and, like, I, I don't think it sets women back, but I don't like Andy, like, denying what it is and being yeah. like, it's about friendship and marriage. Yes. It's not about, it's no. about women it's about fighting, women and fighting that's why we yeah. like it. Throwing pies in their faces. Yeah. 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 To me, Andy just represents this very dime a dozen New York City archetype of the kind mm-hmm. of like rich zaddy that's in the entertainment business yeah mm-hmm. the anderson and he just, cooper type yeah and he just happened to be the one that like made it so he's just talking out of his ass yeah like don't act like you don't know what you did like what you created and yeah. it's, it's a success because it's about women fighting i don't think it sets women back because i think like um like th- before the real house actually okay lisa kudrow said this once <laughs> and i always like think about this uh-huh she said, like, before The Real Housewives, it's, like, a new character that to see women of a certain age, like, other than the mom or whatever. Yeah, it's, like, sure. now you can see them also. And even if it's, like, a negative character, it's, like, you can also see them as, like, a rich, like, catty socialite. It's yeah. like, one more. There's so few, like... Representations. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, well, at least there's, like, a new... You can see women that are in their late 50s in a different way than you did before yeah even if it is like them fighting and throwing wine at each other it's like legs right and legs literally legs (laughs) and tables yeah Yeah. what is there anything else that they throw at each other Mm. uh bunnies stuffed bunnies bunnies. live rapid (laughs) foul maybe they should just take uh sunny's chicken oh my god at each other please do the hostins (laughs) um but it was a really like house wait sorry what do you think about this jimmy uh no i mean i think that that was what i was saying about andy cohen was sort of how i feel about it like i don't I think to think that like a show like that is going to set women back is a little bit like mm-hmm. s- like a small view of yeah. history. Yeah. But I think the real criticism is like it's gay misogyny 101. It's just like a cis white rich male making a spectacle of women, which has been like a rich storied tradition for yeah. <laughs> decades. Um, so I would criticize him more than I would criticize yeah. like the women on the show. Do you uh-huh. watch Real Housewives I of used, anywhere? I used to be really into Jersey, and I used to dabble in New York, but it's been a long time. Mm. And I tried Toronto like just to see what it was like, but it was pretty pretty dull. Yeah, I'm torn because I agree with what you both said about Andy, but I also like when he will call people out with regards to like homophobia and stuff. So I guess it's like... He he turns a blind eye when it isn't something that directly affects him. So I sure. guess that's the annoying thing. But in Atlanta, for instance, oh, when, when people Atlanta, were like making all of these gay jokes and, and whenever they were like calling someone like when they were, were calling um, Kim like trans and stuff like he called them out and was like, don't you think that's offensive to the gay community? Mm-hmm. So I guess he's like a little bit self-serving in that regard. But no, I don't think that he's setting women back. Okay. I just think they have to live by his rules, which is the part that I find yeah, more right. comfortable. So, you know how I always say that, like, 
my ideal show would be Celebrity Apprentice with yes. one team of Real Housewives and one team of you co-hosts. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm getting closer and closer to this every day because Sunny Hostin was at war with Bethany Frankel yes. on Twitter after another hot topic about Real Housewives where yes. they were just the view ladies were discussing um I guess like Bethany. Oh, it was a, they were talking about this fight between Carol and Bethany Mm -hmm. about um, Bethany's charity for Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And like one of the storylines is like Bethany and Carol are like falling out and it has to do with like Carol's boyfriend, like, like wanting to be paid for his contributions and then not, I don't know. She did, didn't, he didn't end up helping or something. It's like, it's convoluted and difficult for me to understand, but it turned into like a greater hot topic of like, charity and like should you do charity like it in silence yeah like does it take away from the benefit that you're giving people if you turn it into like a photo op right so everyone is just like no I think as long as like good is being done like who cares if it's a little bit self-serving also as long as you know the check is getting written yeah it's like (laughs) why are you are you really gonna be bad also with regards to like this one specifically i feel very strongly about it because she wasn't even just like writing a check she was like literally filling planes with supplies get to it first (laughs) so um sunny decided to call out out of nowhere yeah bethany for doing what marie is saying and doing all this work for puerto rico but also like bringing the real the housewives yeah. camera crew with her and sunny like took a stance she was like so passive aggressive about it. it was like i mean i guess it's great that she was able to help some people like as if she didn't save like five thousand people because she was filling planes with supplies and then on the plane rides back to the like mainland she would bring people who needed like urgent medical assistance back on the plane and then go back with more supplies it was like a whole thing yeah and sunny was like you know i helped too i just didn't in silence (laughs) i just didn't tweet about it but the gag is sunny did go to Puerto Rico with oh, a camera crew for The View. Oh, oh, my God. So I'm like racking my brain being like, why? First of all, why does Sunny know who Bethany Frankel is? Because she's like, doesn't even yeah. really know these things. And then second of all, like, why is she taking this stance so that no one else is taking? Then I discover <laughs> <laughs> the true uh-huh. story is that there's a the the view used to do like an after show uh-huh. and oh. it was like a couple years ago they were talking about bethany frankel in like a hot topic that didn't air on the show that they did after the show for online mm-hmm. and for the online sunny tells this story about how she used to rent a house in the hamptons From and bethany no next door her next door neighbor was bethany <laughs> and it was when bethany had a baby and so Sunny said that her kids would be like out playing like in the middle of the uh-huh. day and like making noise. And I guess Bethany like came out and yelled at her son and oh told him God. to be quiet because her kid was sleeping. And then Sunny and Bethany had like a big row or something. In the Hamptons. In the Hamptons. And there were no cameras rolling. Yeah. And she like talked about that a long time ago. Oh my God. And then now this happens and it's like, 
I see what's happening I see here. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's um, salty because Bethany like one upped her in her own like like not hometown, but like from like where Sunny is so proudly talks about being from. Right. So she like owned her. And it's literally Celebrity Apprentice because it's <laughs> a view co-host and a real housewife. Yes. Like measuring each other's dicks and arguing about who Charity. raised more money yes. and who did it properly. Wow. Thank you. But it's really all about a timeshare in East Hampton. (laughs) (laughs) And they had like a little back and forth on Twitter. They never talked about it again, like on the show. But um, Bethany tweeted at her like after it aired. And also I should note that Alyssa Milano was a guest co-host. And it was the same day that Erica Jane was on the show. So it was like just a really big like Housewives time. But she tweeted, hey, Alyssa Milano, The View, thanks for using your platform to help raise awareness for the hurricane ravaged areas. And Sunny, FYI, (laughs) I've been there six times, one time on my birthday and sent 54 planes and 50 million in relief and 1 million in cash and only one trip was documented. Wait, she's saying that she personally sent 50 million dollars? Five zero? Literally. She was calling up. She did a lot. So she was like... I didn't. I don't even care about Bethany. I was just so moved by <laughs> by what she did. She was like using Twitter to be like, I have like a bunch of like toilet girl paper. Margaritas. <laughs> like, who do I know who owns like a truck who can go pick up yeah. like all of this toilet paper? And she was like getting all of these random famous people involved. Like there were like basketball players and stuff being like, oh, I have a plane you can borrow. So I believe it that she, yeah. like, literally sent that much. And on Real Housewives of New York this season, it, like, shows her going there and handing money out to people. And it's, like, it's it's making it's for a really good it's season. It's, like, the Drake I was music literally video. Just about to say that. <laughs> yeah. But um, Beth, uh, Sunny responded to Bethany and said, well... That's not really accurate, Bethany. Your efforts were documented by you and personal photographer, videographer, and then distributed to media outlets and on social media. I thank you for the important charitable work you do, but question the need for self-serving publicity. And then um, Bethany like responded and was like, I just said something about like, oh, well, like obviously I needed the publicity to raise yeah. 50 million. And then um, I don't know. She was like, well, I really must have struck a nerve. It was like very juicy. I retweeted it on um, at Deja the view pod. If you want to read the whole thread. Okay. I'll check. I'll check up on the thread. I like personally, if I did anything with $50 million, I would be like taking out front page. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I want to move on to one last topic. Okay. Because, um, this topic came up on Friday show, mm-hmm. which means Paula Ferris was there. <laughs> Who? Paula Ferris. <laughs> Shadadiah Bila. Yeah. She's the brunette that sat in the middle. Yes. Third seat. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. So I always say that like I don't like Paula Ferris because she doesn't take a stand on anything. Uh-huh. Because she's like a journalist and it's just like, why are you here if you're not going to like say your yeah views. she's always like sitting on the fence about stuff i feel like she heard me and came to this friday <laughs> show and was like i'm i have an opinion <laughs> i'm jasmine masters and i have something oh to say. <laughs> so the topic was they're talking about j crew because they came out with a t-shirt for little boys that mm-hmm. said i'm a feminist too uh-huh. and so they were like is this okay or is this like brainwashing your kids at a young right. age and 
Is not called raising a child though. Raising <laughs> your kids at a young age. Yeah. Like, it's called parenting. Yes. Right. So out of nowhere, Paula takes a stand. She's like, this is like their child is too young. This is like to care about women. In my yeah. house <laughs> <laughs> In my household, I don't we don't disparage any politicians. We want our kids to be free thinkers. It's like what? Like you don't the whole like we need to like raise our Yeah, kids. that's what that's literally raising a child is being like this is right, this is wrong. But like, there you go. That's great. You want your kid to be a free thinker, but like, how do you do you not just how do you not just have like a base level? Like, I want my son to know that women are equal. Yeah. Like women are humans too. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what like I feel like Sunny was like really freaked out by what uh, it was either Sunny or Anna was like freaked out by what Paula was saying because no, it was Sunny. Oh, okay, and she was like, "Yeah, I raised my kids to be like." the boys and girls are the same like you are equal and was like very much like what like are you what what are you teaching your kids if you don't well, won't even address that that's a thing she's like i she uh, it was just so weird because sunny was like she was like i i would buy my son that shirt and uh-huh. paula was getting so into it which i've just never seen and she yeah. was like really sunny you think your son at that age knows what a feminist is and sunny is like yeah yeah it's a pretty like basic concept and she's like well my son wouldn't and then it was like uncomfortable so sarah made a joke and was like uh Aunt Lydia landon ugly. <laughs> no, she was like landon pees on his brother like being like he doesn't know what a feminist is he literally pees right. on his brother trying, <laughs> trying to like diffuse the situation uh-huh. and then sunny like instead of laughing she like turns to paula like she wants her to die and she's like why would he be peeing on his brother oh my god my, my son would have known that when he was four years old I no don't question think it's not a bad word i don't think it's a bad shirt i just think like it should like teenage unless you're able to really explain i don't want my kids to be a mouthpiece for me if they don't, don't know. tell me you that know your four-year-old doesn't know that boys and girls are equal no, no he does but he doesn't that's he's a feminist saying, but, but he's Come on, though, Sonny. Really? Do you think he's good? If I say, what is a fe- Landon, what is a feminist? Landon pees on his brother. Well, I, yeah, I, Landon. Tell the kid. Can I Landon say this? Tell the brother. It was just wow. like amazing Deep. these yeah. are two you only ever see megan doing that yeah. like here's sunny doing it to paula ferris i mean i appreciate that over this past week like every day sunny's level of like i've had it and i'm yeah like over all the bullshit just mm-hmm. it re- it reached its breaking point i yeah. think it's the new hair like, yes i, I was well, gonna which say is the highlight i love it i think it looks great <laughs> i didn't want to say it because i was like maybe i shouldn't be constantly commenting on their aesthetics Expedi- but, yeah. Yeah. but yeah her hair and she was just like killing it do you think now dumb question it's a wig on joy right like that's a wig <laughs> i think it's I partial don't think so. oh, it's a it's a pieces yeah okay it's magic hair okay but back to j crew <laughs> Um, so if you saw a kid wearing this shirt, uh-huh. your reaction would be like, great. Or would you roll your eyes? I mean, I would think like in theory, I'm like, great. But I'd also think it's a little tacky. I'm like, great. Yeah. You bought like a sweatshop produced shirt from right. J crew. Like, and no- I probably wouldn't even clock it. Like I'm not, I yeah. don't see children. I so. hate kids. Yeah. <laughs> I like really dislike that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like 
a dumb shirt, but yeah. there's no reason to get riled uh-uh. up about it. And I think it says a lot about Paula Ferris's own. Yes. Also considering there are like weird t-shirts for little boys that are like, like I lost my number. Can I have yours? Like, you know, like, yeah. they, like, like little kids store sell really weird t-shirts mm-hmm. for little boys. So for this one, I didn't even, didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. Sit down, Ferris. Yeah. Yeah. Ferris, day off. Wow. That didn't work. Cut that. Cut that. I thought it was going to work. No, it it did. It It was powerful. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. So I'd like to uh, do the view theater before we go. I'm so excited. So the scene that we'll be doing today is from the Sherry Shepard era. And it's also from the time that Precious came out. And if you remember... Um, Sherry actually had a small part in Precious. Uh-huh. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so I guess she had Precious on the brain a lot. Uh-huh. This this scene is a request from a listener. Um, <laughs> Where's the listener from? Can we give them a shout out? The listener is Sean from Toronto. Okay. <laughs> and um, he sent me the transcript and everything. Wow. Okay. So this is for him. Um, but I, I, so this is a scene where Dr. Phil was a guest on the show to talk about something that he was like promoting on his own show. Mm-hmm. And Sherry had precious on the brain so much mm-hmm. that she like, it goes a little sideways. Yeah. yeah. They're That's, talking about a real life person. Yes. But Sherry is still thinking about that precious girl. Yes. And it's really, really short, but here it is. <laughs> for you okay um, Sean, so i hope we do you proud yeah. do we have to identify who we all are or? yes okay so uh i'll i will play sherry shepherd i will play Whoopi and mm. barbara and i am dr phil and my favorite hbc joy behar <laughs> perfect hbic right? not hudson's, hudson's bay, bay company, company. Not <laughs> hudson's bay company or historically black college wow <laughs> okay action Now the headlines like the Massachusetts teen who committed suicide after months of getting bullied has gotten a lot of parents worried and it's something you're taking on as a, I don't know. An issue. An issue. Look, this has got to stop. And this thing with this precious girl that... Gabby, Gabby Sidere. Well... Sidibe. Gabby Sidibe. Well, no, I'm talking about the girl that that was bullied to death. No, he's not talking about the girl in Precious. So, oh, sorry. I thought you said the Precious girl. He's using it as an adjective. No, he's talking about the girl who committed suicide. No, I don't mean the girl from Precious. I thought the same thing. I'm so sorry. I'm talking about Stevie Price, that girl that was badgered and terrorized for three months and nobody did anything about it. It's insane how she he, like interrupts him to be like get to provide the wrong information. Yes. <laughs> this and this precious girl got it sit a bit. And it's insane that she thought that they would talk about someone who could like the real life person who committed suicide. And then he would be like, yeah, like the precious girl. She doesn't kill herself in the movie though. Right? No, she like, probably didn't no. see it. Oh. <laughs> they didn't send her the Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah. So. Yeah. That's wild. And it's like, Quite a long interruption. Yes. It's so- it takes a long time for them to get back on track. 
By the way, when we just like showed this to Jimmy for the first time and he laughed for like 30 minutes. <laughs> I really, I really like turned We both had tears breathe. in our eyes because it's the, it's the gag factor. Yeah. It's like you don't expect it. It's At also all. how much she apologizes, but her <laughs> apology makes it worse because it's like, oh, I thought you were talking about she, the movie Precious. Like, have you seen this film, Precious? It's everywhere. Have you, have you heard of this? Like, she could have played it, it off like she was making a joke too, which would have been it. bad in a suicide prevention oh bit anyway. Yeah. But yeah. like her apology made it. Sid, Sid Bay. Joy was just done. Yeah. Joy was cooked. She was like, oh yeah, that's why I miss Sherry. But yeah. anyways. Problematic fave, Sherry yeah. Shepard. Pre- she is a precious girl. Um, so on that note, thank you for coming and thank doing this, this podcast. This so fun. This is so, so glad you great. Mm-hmm. And to everyone out there, make sure you follow us on Twitter at DejaTheViewPod. Mm-hmm. And rate and review us on iTunes. Have a great day, everyone. And take a little time to enjoy. Gab, 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 Gab